0: We've was got was We've got a delicious episode in the works today, boys.
1: <laughs> I was almost kind of hoping Jim would start choking. He <laughs> actually did start to choke. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Starts hacking Let's up. go. <laughs> <sighs> All right. <laughs> yes. Oh god. Now you can actually open it.
0: <laughs> Wait, that what that, I'm keeping that in. What do you mean?
1: Oh, no, 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 I know, but now we can actually like begin like talking about actual things. Okay. Well,
2: today, we're gonna hit the Sturgill album, which just came out last week. And uh, we're gonna talk about Dan and Shay, sadly. Um, Unfortunately. <laughs> um, and that came out, dang. We're uh, that came out like three weeks, three or four weeks ago, didn't it? There actually. Short I will no. say, I did. Oh I know, I did gosh. say, dang, like I was. Isn't it like a m- w- w-
0: didn't it come out like a month ago?
2: Whatever. Holy frick. Three or four All weeks, right. or something <laughs> like that. But there was there actually was a song on there that I actually kind of liked. Um but we'll get to that. Um
0: man that that sure does make one of us.
2: Then I then we <laughs> also need to touch on Jack Josh Turner uh announced a new album so we'll hit that. Um and I'll cry about it. Um <laughs> 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 uh and then uh and then we'll see where the wind takes us after that. There might be some surprises in store. I can't believe There may be a few. I can't believe
0: you didn't yeah, yeah, introduce no. your co-host, Jaron.
2: My co-host?
0: Yeah. Do talking
2: y- about my roommate?
0: No, do you know what, Do you know what co-host is?
2: A co-host? Oh, <laughs> I thought. You- <laughs> Sorry, I forgot I was talking to you guys. <laughs> <Lost the stick. laughs> well, I'm talking to my. Uh, we. Uh, I'm disoriented. You caught me off guard. <laughs> um. <laughs> I was. I was. I was on a flow. Uh, we got Jaded here, my my, my, my sweetie pie. True, and, true, uh And then uh, Evan over here, Canadian, you know. You know how it is. General polar bear.
1: i <laughs> be like that. i tell you what, though. The leaves are changing colors up here. And I was biking home tonight, and I was, Bro, like, I avoiding the lake because it was cold. I was cold. I'm like, it is too early for me to be cold.
2: Two days ago actually um and back in indiana when i was at home for labor day weekend um it was really nice it was like 65 and i could comfortably comfortably wear my new pacers sweatshirt with some like shorts bro it was so nice i know you're big into summer but i am ready for it to be like 50 degrees
0: me too i'm
2: i'm ready to dress
1: like it's I don't know what 50 like, I, degrees is, I, I but I I'm going like to imagine that's, like, 13. So much. I'm ready to dress like that, but I'm not ready for it to actually be cold. No, I am. 100%. cold. percent
2: I, I was, after that, like, after that on Saturday, I think it was, yeah, because it was, like, raining. It was, like, so nice. It was nice and cool. And then today, I am I get back to campus, and I'm carrying my, my stuff in, and I'm just, like, sweating, and I'm just, like, this is gross. I feel gross. cold.
1: <laughs> I'm just, like, I've just had a bad stretch of luck of, like, looking at the weather and then just being wrong. Like, for example, today, when I looked at it, before I went out to watch the last sunset of the summer, because school school starts tomorrow, frick me, but, um, it said 23. And I don't know what 23 is in Fahrenheit. Times 2 plus 30, so 76. Yeah, maybe. 76
2: degrees Fahrenheit, is that what you're saying?
1: maybe I don't know 23 is like pretty decent temperature right yeah that's solid so unless, I wore... unless
2: like the sun is like still beating down like no clouds at all but yeah, yeah but like is pretty
1: I common. wore shorts and a t-shirt and then biking home I could have done with like a toque and a coat
2: wait 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 um, sorry I feel like we've talked about this before uh, but what is a toque yeah
0: what's sorry. a toque
1: <laughs> <laughs> a toque is what you incorrect people would
0: consider a beanie oh uh, I remember. That's right. It's actually that's called a right, toboggan. It's actually a yeah. toboggan, but that's
1: alright. <laughs> oh man, but yeah. And then the other day, um, I went clothes shopping, right? Cause fall and stuff like that. And um, I bought all these like crew necks. I'm getting ready for the fall, and this will actually tie into my Canadian rant, which I,
2: I could just do it I now. I could do now. Just do it do now. I do it now? Yeah. All right. So out.
1: I'll. I'll I'll bridge into my Canadian rant in a second, but I got all these necks and I put them on because it said, like, 17, and I was like, first of all, it should not be 17 degrees yet. It's too early. But then I put it on, went out, and was just sweating like nothing before. It was awful. Uh, anyways, yeah, I was anticipating my Canadian little rant to come a lot later, but it's going to come now because we're talking about clothes. <laughs> All right. So, I was clothes shopping cuz I wear clothes. Dude, and no way. I <laughs> I know it's crazy. Wait. So, Evan wears clothes, I was confirmed. Yes. I was specifically looking for pants because I put my pants on when it was kind of chilly one day and realized, "Oh my gosh, these may as well be like spandex tights on me."
2: <laughs> and I was hot, like, "Honestly,
1: can't wear that." So, I went <laughs> pants shopping. Got some nice jeans from American Eagle. He's a grown boy. Some nice khakis. Dang,
2: how much were those jeans? American Eagle jeans can be expensive.
1: They can be expensive. That's why I only got two, cause it's always Bro, like buy way, one get one and half you, off.
2: I get. I'm. I'm short enough that I can buy jeans from the boys section at Target. So I'm only paying <laughs> like eight bucks for jeans. <laughs>
1: I And they fit wish. me perfectly. <laughs> I am a disgusting like. You're taller than me, and I don't fit are. any size. I'm like that perfect tall skinny boy. So pants is an absolute nightmare. Mm. But got some at H and M that fit me really well. These khaki pants. I, I like my my slacks, my khakis. Anyways. Do they
2: look good with a toque?
1: They will. They got style will. <laughs> anyway, so I went to this store, right? This clothing store that I go to, it's where I get my khakis, the ones with the cuffs, because I love my cuffed khakis. And anyways, they, they often khakis. have some cool – we love our cuffed khakis. They have some cool stuff. Uh, they always got some nice sweaters and whatnot, some nice t-shirts on clearance. They got a nice shoe wall in the back where I'll get my, like, eighth pair of white Vans to be my 19th million pair of beaters. Anyways, um, they had these really nice crewnecks or sweaters or whatever you want to call them. And they were like American universities, right? So you had like Clemson, you had like Harvard. The one that stuck out to me was the Florida one. The Florida one looked so good. It was black, it had the orange, it had the gator on it. I was like, holy, that is a good looking sweater. Holy, it is $65. I don't want to pay $65 for a sweater.
2: Sounds worth it to me
1: but I know I'm going to at one point. That's the thing. It's really just delaying the inevitable because I am going to buy it at some point. Uh, So anyways, it got me thinking, right? Why are all the, like, good... Like, uh, let me try and talk again. It got me thinking that all the American schools have all the cool clothes, right? Like, there's a reason in a Canadian store, the only university or college clothing is American stuff. Because for whatever reason, I don't know who designed Canadian University clothing or whatever. (laughs) It is absolutely garbage. Hmm. Because, like, you look at... Seriously, you look at the American ones, and you got, like, Clemson. It's got this nice orange and gray or whatever. You got Harvard. It's this cool font, nice logo, maroon and whatnot. The Florida one had a friggin' alligator on it. Then you go... So I started looking, right? Because I was like, what what are some. What are the Canadian ones looking like? Sure. Absolute cheeks. They literally just took (laughs) cheapest. (laughs) (laughs) This is how every. Have you heard that one before, Jaren?
2: Because
0: I haven't. (laughs) He
1: didn't even
2: say buns.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Absolute cheeks. Absolute cheeks, right? (laughs) Every Canadian university or college is the same thing. They go. Find the cheapest model of clothing, and it's never a good-looking one. That's the thing. Like eighty percent of the school websites I went to didn't even have crew necks. They're all just these awful thin hoodies, like something you'd find on clearance (coughs) in like a freaking Sears or something like that.
2: Let me. So you're complaining about the design of like the like the like the college like you know like the university like themed like sweatshirts and stuff like that. Yes. Yes. Okay, I'll have to. Here, wait, real quick. Because continue ranting. Here, I'm gonna take a picture of my sweatshirt. I I'm gonna will. I to Have you? Uh, it'll
1: have probably you be great. It. Because the American ones are nice and youthful and whatnot. They're <laughs> cool looking, cause they're like made for the freaking generation they're trying to sell it to. <laughs> Canadian ones, nah. They literally take like Times New Roman font or like Arial font, slap that bad boy on a hideous piece of clothing <laughs> in the most disgusting color whether it's, like, some green-gray with, like, yellow. And our logos are always just as bad as our province flags. Sure. And then they'll literally just slap you with, like, a $70 charge. It's like,
2: I would rather Dang. burn like a $70 sweatshirt?
1: in a fire. What?
2: Like, 70 bucks for, like, a sweatshirt? Like, with a hoodie? Yeah, it's nuts. It's nuts. Dang.
1: And then, like, for example, you go, like, Wilfrid Laurier and stuff like, that. like that's the other thing right our school names aren't even cool it's just a bunch of old guys
2: my school like, you name literally... we're the we're the lincoln red lions <clears throat> that's cool though right
1: you know like in freaking canada you just get like the douglas jones freaking <laughs> i don't even know
2: here i sent a picture information process. You that's rape, your rape my freaking sweatshirt. team it's a pretty thing. basic design so i don't i like it though I mean, it's very bi- standard. See, I but
1: right. I like that. If you go to any, like... Here, I'll I describe say any, it for the... I mean, like, opinions. in the it's province literally just
2: I'm a gray in. gray sweatshirt. In the
1: province I'm in, it
2: they're, they're terrible. letters that says Lincoln, and then underneath Lincoln it says Red Lions, and under that is LCU. And, and
1: See, and if that was Canadian, it border. would be, like, Times New Roman font. <laughs> the logo wouldn't be good. The sweater quality we would be significantly We actually really do have a cheaper. cool
2: logo, but I don't it's not on my sweatshirt. Uh. The
1: only the only the only school that gets the pass, right? The only one I found is Western University. They are the Mustangs. They're cool. Their colors are cool, right? What They're purple colors, and white.
2: Purple and
1: white. Okay. If you look up and if you go purple to Western's website, topic. right? It is. You can go to their thing. They know what's up. They this is why of all the like Canadian specifically Ontario schools, most people ...are wearing Western stuff because it looks good. If you go to their website, you can, like, pick which logo you want on what piece of clothing. They have actually good pieces of clothing to begin with. They mm-hmm. have a cool logo. They have better fonts. It's like Western is the only good one. But it's uh, – uh, anyways, <laughs> my point being, right, this is probably a really pointless rant, but I just need to get it off my chest. Canadian University clothing sucks, and I really want to get this Florida sweater – because it looks really good, and I'm kind of jealous of American schools for their clothing and a few other things. But their clothing is my top priority right now, and that's my Canadian rant. <laughs> All right, we can, we can move on we'll now. Move on. That's my Canadian rant. What do we want to start with? Do we want to start with Sturgill, or do we want to start with Dan and Shay?
2: That's, uh, I'm actually kind of almost more eager. Well, let's just start with Dan and Shay. I don't, don't want to hype right. anything up or anything like
1: that. Dan and Shay put out an album good things
2: Dan and Shay did a thing
1: they Dan and Shay did a did, thing they did they did a put thing. out an album their first album in 3 years they decided to give it an album cover this time what do we think of it oh, that's true what, what are we saying cuz it was one of the one of the bigger releases although I'm not going to lie I'm now realizing like how small country music kind of is in the grand scheme of things just because like seeing the sales and like Dan and Shay is one of the biggest country names. And I think they did like 28 or 30,000 sales in the first week. And then like literally every hip hop album seems to do like 200K. And it's like, all right.
2: Yeah. Anyways, it's actually pretty small. Um, well, that well, that's because hip hop is, is pop. It's the mainstream.
1: Oh, it is the mainstream, but it's yeah. just like funny how this release seemed so big in my world, like such a big name. Sure. But when you actually take a step back, it's kind of funny. Anyways, um, that literally was a useless bit i added in but i added it no but so what w- w- any who wants to begin with their thoughts uh, i mean i've given a full review so i'll i'll take the step back
2: here fair enough uh well
1: you
0: heard it up Joe. you said
2: there was one you liked okay yeah well yeah i just i'm just trying to all right here i'll start with i'll start here um i'm kind of starting at talking about the end of the album but like i was never a huge fan of i should probably go to bed it's okay. Um, 10,000 Hours is... It's whatever. And it's Justin Bieber. I mean, it's it's catchy, but it's not my thing, I guess. But Dan and Shay are often not my thing. Um, they have a... I always enjoyed a... They did a song for the movie... I think it Shack. Um, And that one was really good. I'm trying to think. I'll, try, I'll remember the name. I'm not going to waste a bunch of time trying to remember it, but I'll remember it. Um, But the song You on this album, which is the third track, I kind of enjoyed it. I don't really Mm -hmm. know why exactly. Um, But other than that, nothing really stood out to me at all except for (laughs) like the singles that I had already heard being the last three songs at the very end. I yeah, uh, like, I could tell you how the last three songs go, like, you know, melodically. Um, and maybe you, because that's the one I kind of like. But other than that, like, this... I'm sure this, well, this album is totally for, like, a lot of people like Dan and Shay. Um, mm-hmm. But this album there, is there's not... There's a demographic. This isn't even, like, a country album at this point, which is fine. No, Um, but... but- yeah Um, but it's not country (laughs) i think one thing for
1: me is i'm almost glad they just went unapologetically pop
2: yeah because
1: it makes the music more enjoyable
2: sure i will say that for
1: me when they sit on the fence it often comes out really vanilla whereas here where they just decided like you know what we are not even going to try and be country i found the music came out much more enjoyable which is kind of like what I was saying in the review where it's like it's an enjoyable record. It just doesn't leave much of an impact. But, yeah, for me, I should probably go to bed. I do actually really enjoy that song. Mm. Um, uh, other than that, Let Me Get Over Her. I, I quite liked the production on that. Um, Lying, I, I also enjoyed that one. Here, but let me, uh, let me yeah. play Other than that, it was just sort of background music for me.
2: Yeah, um, I feel very similarly about this one than I did the Brett Young album except yeah I can see that except I actually there was actually a song on this album that I kinda liked being you on the Brett Young album uh well I guess Lady's on there but the only reason I remember Lady is cause we talked about it a decent amount if we hadn't done that yeah. I'd have forgotten about it um <laughs> but what, the song I was trying to think of for Dan and Shay it's not on this album but I just wanted to mention it cause it's like one of the only Dan and Shay songs that I actually like um it's When I Pray For You I think it might have been a single on radio I'm not sure um, but it's on I feel like, it's I from feel the like Shack it soundtrack. It's the Shack as a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that one's really good. I really enjoy it. I, th- I like the lyrics on that one. But other than that, Dan and Shade not really my thing.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Jaded any thoughts? I <laughs> Jade is probably the least like. I I'm think interested. actually, if I... you if you have thoughts, I'm interested cause I feel like I Jaded think on Discord
2: post. actually. Uh, J- Jaden said I'm only listening to this album because I have to like, in case some <laughs> people saw that he was listening to Dan and Shay and I, Am I correct in saying that? Like, you, yeah you, you were like, just to preface, if you see me listening to Jaden and Shay it's not because I want to <laughs> Which is I understand it I also feel shame when I listen to it
1: I mean, I haven't gone back to it since I reviewed it so... I haven't yeah
0: yeah 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 I do have some thoughts.
1: Let's hear these. I'm very the excited to hear these
0: okay, well, first of all, Dan and Shea is like the epitome of the opposite end of what kind of music <laughs> I like. They're very yeah, that's why they're I'm very, very produced i and i I appreciate the technical ability they have with their voices, but wow, is it not for me but <laughs> as as far as like more objective criticisms go. This, 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 this sounds so passionless. You can tell that every song wasn't made because they cared about it. They made it just for radio. And also, I'm, I'm pretty sure an eleven year old could write most of this. Also, the lines don't, the lines don't really ever like connect with each other. There's sometimes some cool turns of phrases, but no. I must I just, say,
1: now that I'm working in a clothing store, I could hear every single one of these songs being played in a clothing yeah,
2: store. Yeah, it, it's one of those. It's like. <laughs> Like you know how like when you're in like a, actually in Marshalls they play a lot of like, uh very vanilla like worship music. They do. Oh yeah, like, and like there's Chris one made... song, Chris... and this that is what they sound like. Like s- you, you the song you. I know I said I kind of enjoyed it. Keyword kind of. I'm never. I'm probably not. I'm not putting. I'm not adding it to a play- playlist. Let me clarify.
1: Jaren's most listened to song of
2: 2021 <laughs> you by <Dan>. But you <laughs> reminds me of a song that I would hear on K-Love <laughs> on the radio. Do you know what K-Love yeah, is, I mean, do you have I don't know. Is K- is that like a thing I, in Canada?
1: I don't know what K-Love That's is. That's like
2: the big like c- popular Christian radio station. Like they're like all over the US.
1: Okay. Speaking of Christian stuff, Derek Brunson. Um who I don't know if either of you do either of you know who Derek Brunson is no. I don't know okay well he's a UFC fighter uh, and he walked out to a worship song and it caught me very. oh what one was it I'm trying to think
2: um interesting
1: I forget anyways you know it, was, it was the
2: it what was it like a female singer like
1: oh dude I can't like I knew it no when it was playing I'm just completely blanking okay um, but anyways, it threw me so off because normally they walk out to, like, some hype music and stuff. I mean, and is, then it's literally – of course, it transitioned into, like, a rap song, a rap verse on it. But just it literally what? to hear, like, what Ooh. I hear on a Sunday morning Was as Oceans? this absolute killer – No, it, it wasn't Oceans. Okay, well,
2: um, the only reason I say that is because there's a version of Oceans that has uh, rap, rap in it.
1: I don't know. No, because no, I would have known.
2: Wait, was it Oceans?
1: <laughs> it's just I can't play anything right now on the desktop, or else the OBS will get fricked in case, <laughs> in case Jaded needs there's it. An, there's a version like,
2: of Oceans called Oceans, and then end parentheses. No, it says Crowns and Thorns, and then in parentheses it says Oceans. I think it's by KB. Do you know who that is? Oh, yeah.
1: Um, um, okay. That, that's just. Please that don't need been. the OBS file, because I'm going to.
2: He's frick gonna it up. He's gonna freak it up. Please don't. If you need the
1: OBS file, you're listening um, to a YouTube ad right now.
2: Why? <laughs> I'm trying to find it. Because I know it exists. It's off of the Tomorrow We Live album, I believe. No, it wasn't Oceans. Okay, it wasn't okay, Oceans. It okay. wasn't
1: um, That was you,
2: just a. I was just throwing that out there. Can I,
1: can I see this? If I just look up Derek Brunson till Walkout. Can I? Octagon interview highlights.
2: No, okay. I actually oh, saw daylight. KB live just two months ago.
1: That would have been kind of sick. He's got a few, got a few heaters. But yeah, Derek Brunson. If you're listening to this podcast, great performance against Darren Till. A plus. Um, <laughs> okay. Do we want to move on to Sturgill? Unless Jaden well, had anything I'm else to sure say Jaded on was... Did you have more to say, Jaden?
2: Oh, no, he was at the end, wasn't what
0: he? What did I say? <laughs> what was the last <laughs> thing
1: I
2: said? See, we, we were talking about Dan and What's Shae. ironic is that we were talking about Dan and Shay, and we forgot what we talked about. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, uh, no, shade, hey, no
2: shade to so. anyone that is listening that actually enjoys Dan and Shay. And I'm not trying to – it's just not – it ain't for me. It, but maybe it's for you. And that's, that's yeah. all that matters. And uh, trust
1: me, don't don't feel guilty about liking something because we you will see yeah, later in like this my episode. roommate
2: like my roommate here at LCU, he there's he likes a couple uh like Chris Lane songs and Justin Dustin Lynch songs and oh. I don't know maybe sometimes that kind of stuff makes me want to like overdose on pills but like that's not <laughs> that's not to say that he, I shouldn't let him listen to that kind of stuff. <laughs> you should physically stop uh, him.
1: Sturdzo Simpson. Yeah yeah. <laughs> So, all right so who wants to open this one oh
2: I'll, so i'll just i'll, I'll open it up I give am, the
1: give the brief rundown of the circumstances
2: well i the first time i listened to this i was getting the sense that it was kind of like a story but i was actually in the car on the way to get my covid test back uh <laughs> back like what three weeks ago or whatever
1: episode six coming soon yeah
2: <laughs> and uh and I remember, I really, in- uh, what was really uh, hitting me was just this, This I just love not, the instrumentals way. in this album, like, a lot. Now, the writing is also really great. Um, yeah. Uh, and the story's really good, but I find, when I'm listening to this, normally I do listen to the lyrics, like, in songs, like, that's, I'm usually, me and Jaded are both kind of lyric, more form, like, yeah. foremost, <laughs> like, but, uh. And this one, I just kept coming back to, like, how it so- I just love how this one sounds. Um, not that I wasn't listening to the lyrics so much, but I kept finding myself just, like, vibing to the instrumentals. Um, mm-hmm. And that's not, I mean, I feel like that shouldn't be all I have to say about this. Oh, well, I should say, um, this is, I've never listened to a Sturgill album all the way through before. Uh, I was pretty late to the Stur- Sturgill party. Like, I've heard uh, songs by him. I just never yeah. a whole album, so this is my first experience listening to an entire Sturgill album multiple times.
1: Well, I'll branch off that because I, like you, was kind of late to the Sturgill party. Um, obviously he was releasing in 2013, and I was not freaking...
2: <laughs> you were like eight.
1: I was like barely tying my shoe in 2013. <laughs> Anyways, um, so I'm with you. I haven't gotten into his older music as much, but I have started recently. Like in the last like two days, because um, it all started from oh my goodness, Archie, shut your yap. Okay, sorry, my dog. gonna
2: <laughs> say mine. we can't hear him, or at least I can't. You can't? Nope. I think I we am had this shocked. discussion last time we recorded. Your dog started barking. I, he
1: loses his mind every time. Anyways, I'm just gonna keep talking then. If you hear it, I'm sorry. But uh, my interest in Sturgis Simpson, like, you know, he. He's a very well-respected figure, and I kind of just accepted him for that. And like, I listened to his new album to review and whatnot. Listen to his cut and grass stuff. Really like cut and grass volume two, uh, but never really got into his older stuff. And because I've never really like felt too inspired to, despite how much praise he gets, until like two days ago, this video popped up in my YouTube recommended, and it was a clip of Sturgill Simpson on Joe Rogan's podcast, and it was him. He was talking about how he writes a song, and how he just he doesn't like play the music till he's in the studio. Like when he writes songs, he's writing it as poetry, and then he figures the music out later. Um, like he doesn't even try and consider melodies while writing, which I find interesting. But then I started watching like, then I started going on a Joe Rogan, Sturgill Simpson tear, and I'm watching videos or yeah. I'm watching clips of the podcast where he's talking about like home invasion stories, and how like he had a new, brand new assault rifle like pointed at a home intruder in his living room, and how he just scared him out of his house and stuff. But then didn't want anything bad to happen to the guy who did it and stuff. Anyways, then I, now I'm just intrigued by Sturgill Simpson as a man, and like after li- <laughs> like I've watched most of that podcast, at least most of the clips. And now I'm just intrigued. As a man, I've heard how he makes his music, and I'm more intrigued, and I started, like, watching his SNL performance and stuff. Mm. So now, like, my my interest in Sturgill Simpson is, like, peaking right now. Okay. Just because, like, I am, like, very inspired to listen to him right now. But I do, like, really enjoy his um his Dude and One Eat album. Obviously, I've reviewed it quite highly, but... Uh, yeah, Jay, did you have any thoughts? I sure do.
0: I, this, I probably the uh, probably. I guess I'm the only one that has been listening to Circle for a while. Um, I okay. Personally, my the last album, <laughs> Sound and Fury. I I liked like the instrumentation, but obviously that's not usually what I come to albums for, and like. I, the, the uh the voice wasn't super clear so i wasn't actually sh- sure about the lyrics a lot of the time from what I've been and i also told, don't from, th- i also don't think that told, uh sound
2: and fury is rock right what yeah sound, sound and fury is the rock one okay that's right sorry i just want to make sure
1: oh also quickly before jd continues the other thing that really piqued my uh interest in what me, got me going on like the whole sturgill thing was in Grady's video, how he broke down, like, the career arc of Sturgill, how he's only releasing the five, and how each album is, like, all part of one big oh, yeah, concept. That, that was really interesting. That blew my mind, which is also why I'm, s- like, running on a well, Sturgill he's like, high It's almost the like moment.
2: the Quentin Tarantino of of the music, <laughs> country music interest- industry, except... Evan has no idea who I'm talking about because he's never watched a movie in his life. <laughs> no clue. <laughs> Not a
1: clue who Quentin Tarantino is. Have you ever I've heard have the you name? Heard of, uh, I know who Bobby Tarantino is. Have
2: you heard of Pulp Fiction? <laughs> of what? Pulp Fiction. The movie. No. All right, forget
1: no. it. You've it's never it. heard of Pulp
0: Fiction. Okay.
1: <laughs> I thought you were talking about a genre. No. <laughs> Look, leave it alone. Just, I don't watch just forget movies. It. We'll just keep okay. going. Okay. <laughs> the train moves on.
0: And I've I've probably listened to actually I haven't listened to a Sailor's Guide to Earth yet, and I want to, but I I always turn it on and then I don't listen to it. <laughs> I don't I don't know what happens really, but
2: that's the one that won the Grammy, right? Yeah. Okay.
0: I've heard Welcome to Earth about five times, and then like I don't know what it is. It's just not something I I I'm just not. I'm just not feeling it, you know? Maybe I'll listen to it one day, I'm sure. But, anyway, as far as... What?
2: You were talking about Sailor's Guide to Earth right there, right? Yeah. What's the name of that album? Yeah. Did I say that right? Whatever. Yeah. Sorry, continue. And... (laughs) (laughs) We keep interrupting you, I'm sorry. (laughs) As
0: far as The Ballad of Dude and Walnina, I, I really like it. It's probably not my favorite, but... Like because High Top Mountain, I just I just adore that album. I listen to it a lot. Um, is
2: that his? That's his that's first, first one. one. Okay. Eh. Sorry, I like like I said, this is literally the only one I've listened to. So I'm just trying to like <laughs> we keep talking about all these different albums. So I just want to make sure I know which one you're talking about.
0: <laughs> but yeah, I, I I listen. I come back to Old Dude, like that song. Like if I'm not listening to the album, I'm, I just go back to Old Dude because. It sounds mm-hmm. so good. His voice on it is amazing. Um, one in the saddle, one in the ground. I like that one. It's a little. S- I feel, for me, like as far as instrumentation goes, like with bluegrass, I feel like I, I don't enjoy like slower bluegrass as much. But...
2: Huh. Okay. I
1: can see that.
0: And as f- as far as my f- like my favorite song, like critically. It would probably be Juanita. But
1: I think Juanita's the
2: standout for a lot of people. Yeah. And Willie knows the, plays the guitar. Me. He doesn't sing, from what I understand. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But yeah, I I'm I'm just glad, the I'm, time, I
1: was waiting for Willie to come and sing and then he didn't. But, yeah. Oh well.
0: I'm I'm just glad that uh I'm just glad that he went back to this sort of sound after Sound and Fury because Wow, his voice goes way better with this sort of thing. Like I, d- sure. I don't, I don't, voice I don't really on think
1: display on dude and one year. I,
0: I, it was I him. really don't think that uh, his voice goes that well with rock, even though it's a good album. It's just not. I just, I don't like it as much.
2: Personal taste and stuff. Yeah. Cool. Um. Here, wait, real quick. What did y'all yeah. think of Shamrock? And the only reason I asked that is because. A large portion of the end of it is very much just like instrumental. It reminds me of Nickel Creek, like bluegrass. Like I love. Yeah. I don't know if y'all have ever listened to Nickel Creek or anything like that, but I know Grady has. He's mentioned. I've definitely
1: heard the name before.
2: Okay. Yeah. I just really enjoy the end of Shamrock. um, Now that I think about it, because because of the uh, the end of it.
1: I definitely liked it, how it picked up its pace and everything. Mm-hmm. I think my favorite from the album, at least the one I've gone back to, is probably Played Out, um, so right after Shamrock. Okay. Um, but, yeah. Uh, any other thoughts on Sturgill Simpson? I, yeah, I don't give too many of my thoughts, because, I, I, like, similar to Dan to Shay, I, uh, I did I mean, a review on it. So <laughs> It was just
2: a really nice, pleasant... Uh... I guess intrad- I mean it, it pretty much is my introduction to him. I mean I'd heard some other stuff. Like I've heard Turtles all the way down and I've heard some other songs, but
0: uh, Have you guys really listened to like his, his uh really Tiny Music Desk performance?
2: No, On YouTube. but I
1: should.
0: You I love Tiny. Dude, Buses. you need to hit he, He's he's playing um he's playing rhythm and like melody guitar at the same time. It's crazy. What? How do, how does that I work? I don't I didn't I didn't I didn't know he was that good with the guitar, but he's doing. He just.
1: Oh, you meant like he's doing both on the same guitar? I thought you meant he was playing two guitars. <laughs> oh yeah, he was oh. dual wielding. <laughs> and Evan, Evan was brain, I, had
2: a, <laughs> I had a complete brain fart there for a second. I was like, he's doing. What? Evan's now, just trying now to I picture. Was like, <laughs> he's picturing like a what's, what's the picture, dude. Of picturing picturing like he's got like Garth, Garth Maul or Darth Brooks, like <laughs> double-sided guitar, like, <laughs> playing two at the same time. <laughs> Dude, I had a complete brain
1: fart there. Let it be. Let it be. Also,
0: the version of Turtles all the way down, like on NPR, like with just the guitar, it's it's so much better. I will, I like it a lot more.
1: I will huh, definitely I'll check to, that out. I love Tiny that. Desk Um, so with that, do we want to move into the albums we're bringing?
2: Uh, sure. And then we could, yeah, yeah, let's do that. Let's do that.
1: Or, oh, did you want to do, did you want to do, cut
2: no, we'll, by the we'll way? We'll do, we'll do, do albums. Do you want to do Josh we'll Turner do or
1: do you want to,
2: we'll do album? albums?
1: Okay. <laughs> who wants to go first? So, who who wants to go first? I'm interested
0: in what you're bringing over, sure. Because you, uh, you, you teased us a little bit. He
2: neglected to tell us. I did, his... I did.
1: I kept it a surprise for the boys until now. Am I going first then? Yeah, yeah go first. for it. All right. This is why, in the Dan and Shay segment, I said do not have shame in liking something that oh boy. others would often hate. I know it's funny. Album? Cyrus is no. <laughs> Cyrus is gonna love me for this, right? No. Okay. Oh, because he's the one that he's the one that like he just sent me a DM saying like this thing is so bad, but you need to check it out, and I did, and it's Nico Moon's album. Uh, What's it called? Good Time. Nico Moon's album, Good Time. And it is literally... Like, everything I normally don't like about an album... Okay. ...is combined into this album, right? Everything I would typically hate. From the, like, overused pieces of imagery or country lyrics or hookups or whatever... ...to the trap production over, like way over over production with all the trap elements over some simple guitar licks and some produced and tuned melodies and whatnot it's so predictable i know what's happening you already know on songs um like without saying a word that you already know it's gonna like be the cheesy like life advice Song of the album. He throws in a Travis Tritt. It's a great day to be a live cover with a trap version and whatnot. Oh, is that?
2: oh wow. Okay. It's
1: everything I would just hate. But I did what Cyrus told me and I gave it a listen because I was cutting the lawn and I was like, I may as well throw this thing on. It's 43 minutes, which is quite a long time. But I was like, I've got nothing to lose. Like, I'm just cutting the lawn, anyways. And I listened to it. And I'm sitting there, right, cutting grass, thinking to myself, like, should I be concerned because I'm enjoying this? <laughs> Everything. I'm listening to this, and I'm like, this should infuriate me. Yet I'm loving it. And I, I almost made a video on it. I don't know why I didn't end up making it. I was going to make right. a video All right. So, um, what are just your questioning standouts? why I enjoyed it. What
2: are the standouts, then?
1: The big standout for me is the fifth track, Dance With Me. It's this, really? like... Slow, but not slow, because the trap just speeds it way the frick up unnecessarily. Yet it somehow works. It's this cheesy song. Let me. What are the lyrics? Like it's. I. I know what the lyrics are gonna be before I hear them, cause it's so predictable. Uh, what's the chorus? I um, will say
2: while you're looking that up that Good Time by Nico Moon is just a little bit of a guilty pleasure for me. There's something about the see, the vocals. okay that's one thing
1: i that's one thing i will say is despite all the like despite everything wrong with this album that again i don't know how but i somehow enjoyed it as a package like i really did and i have gone back to it more than i care to say (laughs) but his voice is actually like i i will not hesitate to say he's got a great tone he's got a really nice sounding voice Um, which is why moving forward i hope he transitions into like little more tasteful music because this will get old really quick, but he kind of just like won the lottery this time around. But the lyrics of the chorus to Dance With Me is just literally, darling won't you dance with me, I want to be the man you're holding on to, come on take a chance on me the music's right baby we can't lose, you and me together spinning like a record let me sweep you off of your feet darling won't you dance, won't you dance with me. Like I know what he's gonna say before he said it the first time but Again, I, I don't know. I can't explain it. I was listening to it like should I be concerned? <laughs> why do I like
2: this? So I'm actually why am I enjoying myself? I'm why am I going to dance back with to me this? right now? And it's What? I'm listening to Dance With Me Right Now just to like it's on Spotify. And I mean it's not atrocious.
1: It's kind of a vibe. It's like yeah. Southern pop that works. Yeah. But yeah, the whole album, like critically, if I looked at it from a critical perspective, we're not looking higher than a four. Like, we're looking at, like, a two or a three.
2: <laughs> okay, Yet, sorry. Uh, sorry. For some reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Nathan just added me in the, <laughs> in the Discord and said, why are you listening to Nico Moon? And then throwing up emoji <laughs> <laughs> after <laughs> That's the best timing ever. Yeah, it was... <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I just had to... Uh, that...
1: I love that i love that but yeah (laughs) um i completely it. (laughs) you haven't even been listening to it for like you've been listening for two minutes and people are already yeah i haven't even (laughs)
2: halfway through this song and he already noticed
0: (laughs) oh man
1: anyways yeah i forget what i was saying but this nico moon album i should hate it um Again, critically I would give it such a low score, but for some reason I just loved it. And I've gone back to songs like Dance With Me probably like seven or eight times already. It's not good. I don't know why. But it just it just worked. It just worked. For no reason. It just clicked with me. It's like when Fantano gave Lil Pump a seven. That's what I that's what I am with this Nico Moon album. Moving forward, can you do anything with this? No. This sounds gonna get really old really quickly, but it worked this time. I love it. You can hate me for it, but I enjoyed this Nico Moon album, no matter how bad it was. And that is the album I wanted to bring this week. That's my... Undead. Well, <laughs> right. I gonna th- say
2: that was, <laughs> that was a major curveball. I, th- I think right. I should go Ooh, next I, just I for contrast.
0: You,
1: okay,
2: <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Oh, yeah, I, know what I you're think bringing. there's going to be plenty of contrast on this episode oh, yeah? for the albums we choose. Yeah,
1: it's a very diverse episode. <laughs> I already know I'm going to get trolled. (laughs) I already know I'm going to get trolled in, like, the server and my DMs and the comments for that. But I don't care. Bring it on. Bring it on, then.
2: I will say, I I will take Evan's... I will say, when I said good time was a guilty pleasure, it really is. I can listen to good time and have a good time. That's it.
0: Honestly, I'll I'll, I'll check it out. Maybe it'll single-handedly switch my music taste around. Oh,
1: Jaded will... Jaded might hurt. <laughs> yeah, you. Might, I think you do. You have to like turn off I your brain. You, would...
2: you have to be like, okay, you just, just you have to. I have to like okay, completely you to turn into a frat bro. Right? <laughs> and you've had five beers. Jaded, you need to, to forget to everything you have
1: ever enjoyed about music, and just flip it on its head, and then try and listen. To it. Like, it's <laughs> listen. <laughs> just bring your album. Throw the i in this. I've, your...
0: I've had guilty pressures before. It's it's happened.
2: Pressures? <laughs> guilty pressures. <laughs> <laughs> and you go ahead keep going, Go. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. What was your album? So, I am bringing the objectively superior album to.
1: Objectively opposite. Like, <laughs> color wheel opposite. <laughs> go. I'm
0: bringing Something More Than Free by Jason Isbell. Which is his best album. It's better than Southeastern. I will die on this hill. I will fight someone over this. While... Okay. While (coughs) Southeastern has... Has Elephant. Which I think is his best song of all time. I think it's probably the most well written. Probably one of the best songs of all time. Period. This album... Just has so many of my favorites on it, including Twenty Four Flames, Flagship, uh, Speed Trap Town, which is my favorite Jason Isbell song, just because. Not critically, just like this is the one I go back to the most. Interesting. Um, ha- the life R- you R- chose, R- something one free. I just.
2: R- R- what do you What do you think of Hudson Commodore? Hmm. Hudson Commodore, track nine.
0: Um, I don't have any strong opinions on it, really. I I, okay. I I like it. It's, like, it's a it's a Jason Isbell song, so, you know. <laughs> okay,
2: fair enough. Um, I've just noticed that, I don't know, I've never heard people talk about it, and for some reason I really like it. I don't, I don't think it's, like, his greatest song or anything like that, but I always come back to it from that album. Anyway, continue. I just wanted to know what you...
0: Although, interestingly, like, I think the first track is one of Jason's, like, weakest songs, which... Isn't saying much for him because he makes amazing music. Yeah, I, I, there's like, I just, I don't think there's something. I don't think there's anything super great about it. Which is the, which is the standard that you put to Jason Isbell because he's Jason Isbell. But like putting it up against all of his other songs, it would probably be like in like the top five. Worst, which is a strange word to use. <laughs> Although my fa- my least favorite Jason Isbel song, which this it, this isn't just because Morgan Wallen did a cover of it. It's it's cover me up.
2: It's your really? least favorite, yeah. Why? And
0: part of it might be because it's overplayed, but you, <laughs> it's, just, it's just it's just not you, on that. It's just you
2: just don't like it because it's cool to like it. Mm, I see. It, <laughs> I see. It. You're one of those. You're one of those guys. I, su-
0: I swear it's not that. Please, please. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, man. I, I swear. No, <laughs> <laughs> I, I really
2: just. Like, I really like "Children of Children" off of that album too.
0: Oh yeah, "Children of yeah, Children's is I
2: like the lyrics in it. I guess the story it tells. I guess, kind of.
0: I don't. I don't like the sound of "Cover Me Up," and also, I think I, I, it just—it's just like one of his lyrically weak songs, which.
1: I think one thing with me and Jason Isbell – sorry, did I cut you off there? No, you're good. <laughs> uh, I think one, one of the things with me for Jason Isbell is just his voice has never really, like, done it for me. Just, just, like, the tone, just from, like, a preference standpoint. Man. So, like, I find when artists, like, cover his songs, like, oftentimes I end up really liking the covers because the songs themselves are incredible. It's just sometimes hearing it from, like, a different voice, I end up liking it more. Like, for example, when Jaded hated on me on Instagram because I said dress blue. No, that was the so – that version was my favorite. That was so
0: Whoa. disrespectful. Someone asked him. Someone asked him. Hey, what's your favorite Jason Isbell song? And then, and then he put <laughs> exactly. like, he put <laughs> Dress Blues, There'd but be like the saying
2: it would honestly, be, honestly though, that's like the equivalent of saying that your favorite Jason Isbell song is the Morgan Wallen. Version that me up. Yeah, and I did it. No, no, no. And I did it. Actually, no. There it it'd is. It'd be like saying if it was definitely the, no, a it'd little. Be, it'd be like saying if the Rodney Atkins version <laughs> was your favorite. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely a
1: little trolly. I will not deny that, but I did it anyways. Because I was like, I could put the original.
0: Also, part of me,
1: or I could spark a bit of part of me. Dislikes cover me up finance.
0: so much because it's like everyone's favorite Jason Isbell song, and like there's just so many, so much greater Jason Isbell songs. Like everyone j- gives that j- j- one j- so much praise, but j- just go, just just go on something more free. You'll find you find you find so many so I many said better songs. Guess
2: mine. What? <laughs> guess my. Favorite I wasn't. I
0: wasn't listening. I was. I was ranting. What?
2: Oh my gosh. Guess my favorite Jason Isbell song. Hmm. I'm just I want to see what you'd say. Just think think about what I would like. It's not Cover Me Up. That's a really good one. I don't I don't think it's his worst.
1: I was just have to say for the memes, The Morgan Wallen Cover Me Up. Yeah.
2: <laughs> no. <laughs> you know, I think yeah You actually you, give, doesn't... you
0: give me Hurricanes and Hand Grenades vibes. Oh really? Yeah.
2: Um, I'll give you one more guess.
0: One more guess. Okay. Cuz that's wrong. <laughs> okay. Hmm. Live Oak.
2: What'd you say? Live Oak. Uh, nah. Okay. It's if we were vampires.
0: Oh. Yeah, that's that's fantastic. I love that
2: song. There's a live version of it, bro. I I just like Dissolve, like I just like I I get disarmed, bro. The lyrics of we w- if we were vampires, bro, it just makes me want to like.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's probably like top ten for me.
2: Yeah, oh, it's such a, like that one is deservedly popular. You know what I'm saying? Like it's his, it's one of his most popular songs, but I I truly think it deserves it.
0: If um, if uh we were vampires took the place of cover me up, I probably wouldn't dislike cover me up so much. And I, and I would <laughs> what, and I would I
2: don't And I would like, still
0: and I would still like uh if we were vampires. Because Cover Me Up is like one of his weakest songs, and that's the one that got so popular, it annoys me.
2: It's not you just don't like the lyrics. Yes. I love the simplicity and the rawness of the the just like Burying his soul and just being like, mm-hmm. I'm not enough, like that kind of thing, and being—it's not a bad—it's not a
0: bad song. It's just for Jason Isbell. It's like one of his. Yeah, it's, ones.
2: you're saying it's on the lower end of Jason Isbell, which is saying, which isn't saying much because most of his, all of his songs are, at at this high level. I'm just saying I don't think, Cover Me Up is.
0: He's my he's my number one songwriter, like period. It's
2: all subjective, so.
0: Like a- along all genres. So. Oh,
2: for sure. He's up. He he really is one of my favorite lyricists. Also, real quick, actually speaking of lyricists and across all genres, I I don't care if you don't like mainstream music or not, because I mean the majority of music, like ninety five percent of the music I listen to, is not mainstream. Like you know, like hip, like pop, it's not. Um, but I do like. There's, I enjoy some Ed Sheeran stuff, especially like. Smaller stuff off his albums. I'm getting on, I'm going on a, a little bit of a rant. Somebody on Discord, I'm not gonna like name them, was like low key just throwing a little bit of shade at Ed Sheeran. It was like, oh, he's, he's just bland and boring. And I'm like, bro, he's like able to like take so much influence from so many genres and like present it in such a way that like literally billions of people listen to it and love it. If that doesn't take talent, then, like, you're tripping.
1: I, I wouldn't deny the talent. And yeah,
2: I'm not and saying you have, like, his like his guitar I understand ability some and people. Stuff, but I've
1: never really been a yeah, big Ed fan.
2: Yeah, and that's okay. Fan. Like, I'm not some big Ed Sheeran stan. I only, the only album I've actually listened all the way through of his is Divide. And I actually like Divide. Uh, I mean, there's a couple songs I don't like off of that album. But my point is that, like, there comes a point, I feel like there comes a point where you have to, like, you don't get, you don't become so, as big as a powerhouse as Ed Sheeran is without having at least some talent. You can't... I. Mm-hmm. It just seems ignorant to me to just be like, he's, he's bland and uninspired and I'm just kind of like, ah...
1: Yeah. Okay. I mean, pretty much every artist that's made it, like, massive... Yeah, sure. ...has something or has had a ridiculous work rate
2: or something, yeah. like... You don't get to that level yeah. of luck, but his like his streaming numbers are insane. He's got so many songs past one billion streams. So many it's nuts. past Shape of You is almost at three billion on Spotify. That's insane. That is mental. And I don't even like Shape of You.
0: I, I have I've never like gone of my way to listen to. I don't a, even like uh, Shape of You. Ed- I don't <laughs> <I'd> listen to <laughs> an just... Ed Sheeran album, but like I've heard a lot it's of the just... hits, and A Team is so well written. That's
2: yeah, he he's he's actually like some of his he okay I've watched some like interviews with him before, like with with uh like um on Hot Ones he I think he was recently on Hot Ones like within the past six months, and he talked about a little bit about writing and how. Like, uh, at least I think I did. Maybe I'm remembering. Anyway, he like he knows how to write for a hit, but at the same time he also knows how to just like. Write for himself. And still yeah. allow it to be accessible to all these other people. like heart like uh, there's a song on D- D- on a uh, on Divide that is definitely not the most popular one off of that album, but it's literally it's called Supermarket Flowers and it's just about how his mom died and he's sad and it's like talking about he like describes the house and like all this other stuff. I love that song. It's probably maybe my favorite Ed Sheeran song. It's beautiful. It, I've cried while listening to it before. <laughs> so I'm just like. Sorry, I totally went off on a no, off no, topic good, rant, good. but like I just don't understand the 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 idea that Ed Sheeran isn't at least somewhat <laughs> talented. It just doesn't make sense to me. He's he's a very fair he's at least for the past decade, he's he's almost like a he's just a powerhouse, I guess. I don't know.
1: Whatever. Yeah, that's the right word. All right. Well, Jaren. Sorry, I'm Wait, Jaren. Oh yeah, my Juren. Uh Jaren, now that you've ranted, would you like to share your <laughs> Would album? you continue to... Wait, Jaren. <laughs> would you continue to talk? Jaren.
0: What? 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 <laughs> Did you see what, what Cyrus said in discussion, too? Oh, no,
2: no. Oh, uh, w- when?
0: <laughs> S- from Cyrus. We need Justin more to collect Kip Moore or something. <laughs> to what? <laughs> I don't even know what they're talking about. Like, right now? Yeah. Well, actually, that message was from a while ago. But this, the discussion. I need Justin
2: to call out Kip Moore or something. Okay, whatever. This is.
0: You know what? I guess, <laughs> from Cyrus. From Cyrus. Florida you know what? Have... You know what country needs some actual beef with distracts.
2: <laughs> okay, whatever. Let's. I'm. A, I, I'm gonna ignore Cyrus. Okay.
0: <laughs> okay. Um... Uh, okay. I'm so I'm so ready for the Justin Moore versus Kevin Moore. <laughs> Distracted.
2: Okay, focus Jaded. I gotta talk about an album you know? here. <laughs> talk about an <laughs> album. Sorry, hey. I had to. Okay, cut that. Cut that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> talk about an album. hey. It's okay. I had a brutal one
2: uh when I was talking to Nico <laughs> Moon and no one caught on to it, so I missed it. it. So I didn't Anyway, alright, my album is me and Evan were actually gonna do the same album, which is not a first, multiple times. Last time we were both gonna do John Mayer, and then at one point we were both wanted to do Morgan Wade, so we're just kinda like you know, We're on the wavelength. Yeah, we're on the same wavelength. Um this album is not country at all. It is it would be rock, I guess. Alternative, Alternative rock, rock yeah. modern rock. There's
1: almost a bit of like pop in a there. A little at bit times. of pop
2: elements. Um this album is called falling and it's by betcha and it's only a seven track album so it's very condensed very no fluff every i would say every track on this album is a banger at least to some degree um and i love this album i just crap how did i discover it i'm trying to remember this might
1: i'm not gonna lie so real quick not to say before you get going um i found this because jaron on his instagram which all of you should follow (laughs) <laughs> um <laughs> he put uh like a sunset picture or something yeah and it had i don't want to die it had i don't want to die in the background as like the song and i was hearing it and i, I think it was the part i think it was that like high note where it was like, doo, 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 doo.
2: it's like it was instrumental right? I, I think and, or what
1: i'm not sure anyway something about it hooked me and i checked it out and then i checked out the album i really liked it and literally just without even knowing it might be like my most revisited project in the last few weeks other than like besides
2: (laughs) uh reckless by morgan wade this album is the one i've come back to the most the only reason morgan wade's album has more plays is probably just because it's bigger (laughs) (laughs) yeah Uh, i think just
1: like but yeah recently this thing has just been in my rotation yeah
2: i love this album um I just I remember why to how I found out my buddy Colby we were on our way to uh the Josh Turner concert at the uh Indiana state Fair actually early august, and on our way there he we both like rock um and he was like hey i I'll, I want to show you this song and so he played California by betcha and it I was like okay okay and so and it kind of stuck <laughs> with me, and so when I went home i I asked him what the uh What the song was, and he sent it to me, and so I listened to it again. I was like, I really like this, and then I just listened to the whole album, and I was like, this album is just full of bangers. And so, California and Coincidental are easily the best songs on this album, and that's, (laughs) or at least in my opinion, California more because of the guitar. I love how California. I'm the opposite. Yeah, I know you. In the way that, in the way that,
1: no, in the way that, like, California is my least favorite, and Coincidental is my favorite.
2: Yeah, well, so they're my top two. Uh yeah, coincidental would be number two, and I don't even know. I don't want to die is probably my third, but the rest of them are all just probably about the same. They all get fourth place. <laughs> they, yeah, I love these songs, and I highly I know Lucy. I think Lucy Lucy is a pretty popular one too.
1: Oh dude, you Lucy really Lucy. I one. think Swim Naked's the biggest one just looking at it right now, but Lucy On Lucy Spotify streams, might be California a top. California
2: actually has the most out of all of them. Really? Yeah, and then, I'm just and literally looking at like
1: Apple has a star beside the most popular
2: ones. Oh, interesting. Bro, so right now Apple, it's Swim Apple naked. music is whack.
1: It is whack. Your boy's switching at the end of the Spotify
2: year. Spotify actually tells stats. me how many plays each song has. So.
1: Apple Music is like here's the song.
2: <laughs> here's the song, listen to it. It might get released. Apple on- Music turns It may or may not album- get released on time, who knows?
1: <laughs> Apple Music turns every album into Donda. You just never know when it's gonna come. <laughs> Bro, it's like it's set for actually, this day That's actually but really it might, funny It turns like,
2: every, <laughs> into every
1: it album turns into Donda if you have Like a, the Zach Bryan album Coming out five days late that is Nah
2: that is really No dumb. chance Nah but I love this. This I've listened to this at least once At least once A week For the past like four years.
1: I thought you were going to say I've listened to this album at least once <laughs> At least, <just> at least <laughs>
2: once At least once guys no, it's really good. I mean, I just keep saying I've heard that. at least one of the songs. I just, oh. I really like the, produ- it's not like super overproduced too. It's like, it kind of, I think it's perfect. I love the way I Don't Want to Die sounds. Oh my God. It's really yes, good. It's beautiful. I agree.
1: I think it caught me off guard because I'm normally like, I've said this before, I'm normally not a big rock guy. Like I'm, I've normally trended more towards like country and like. I've always liked my, like, old-school pop and stuff like that. Uh, but this album, so, like, when I first played it and Falling came on, I was like, okay, I really like this. Then California came on. And is like, a grower for me. I love like, I'm California. liking it more and more. But, like, so I think that's what caught me off guard is I've always <laughs> not been a big rock guy. And then this album was just like, hey, now you are. Sorry, I think I cut you off. No, you're fine. Continue.
2: I just... I'm listening to California right now, and the beginning of California, when the gu- just this guitar notes at the beginning, there's something about just a a great guitar riff, a good line, a good progression, uh, just hits me right in the soul. I love it. That's why I love. That's part of why I like a lot of like my favorite Kip Moore song. Normally, I'm lyric forward, but my favorite Kip Moore song is Fast Women, not because of the lyrics, but because of the guitar. I love it so much. What the like heck is playing on my riff? computer?
1: Huh? What? What? I was just sitting here listening and some random ad starts playing. <laughs> I wasn't even on anything. <sighs> Dumb computer <laughs> making Evan interrupt me. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I'm just sitting there and it's like no, but yeah. some ad for some glasses company.
2: If instrumentals in a song are good enough, it will trump my all facts and logic and my brain and I'll just like it. It doesn't matter if the lyrics are trash or not like if it's if it's like really good like and so like california and fast women would be like an exception i love those songs love mm. the guitar in those um but yeah i highly recommend this album um and if you feel as a listener if you're debating if you even want to look into this album i just just give it a chance even if you don't really like rock that much uh i did if you were now gonna I if you would it. listen to one song i'd probably Maybe coincidental because California may be a little yeah. too rocky for some people.
1: Coincidental is probably also like the songwriting wise maybe a standout.
2: Oh sure, I know. love the, I love the chorus in coincidental. That's great. So we've got some, we've got some good news and some bad news involving Josh Turner. The good news is he has an album on the way. The bad news is he hasn't released. Uh, an, a an stu- an original studio album in four years, which makes me the little jo- the, the little it makes the little Josh Turner uh, fanboy the little the little little toddler inside of me want to cry because because little I jam. just want I just want more original the old the last original song we got from him was on his gospel album and it was one song that he wrote called I Serve a Savior that was also the title track and then the last album was after his gospel album, which was Country State of Mind, which was a cover, which was a great album. It was very, sonically beautiful. So many good songs. But I just want an original album, right? An original studio album. I want some original content. I want some new songs. And And you're not getting (laughs) it. About a week ago, (laughs) he announced that he was releasing a Christmas album, which I am very excited for. But... I feel like he's got
1: the and Christmas yes, voice. He
2: has got like, out of all, out of any. I feel like out of like so many country artists, his voice is very well suited to make a Christmas album, especially because it's maybe a little bit less, like you know how like some, some artists' voice could maybe be a turnoff for some people. Like like a Justin Moore. Like J- like Jada doesn't like Justin Moore very much. I know some people don't really like uh, John Party's voice, but I feel like. Josh Turner's voice is a little bit more accessible, if that makes sense. Just it's just very deep and warm.
1: It's like a trump card. It's, yeah, it's so a, nice. It's, it's just a, it's n- a knife going yeah. through and butter.
2: So I feel like I'm just I'm I'm very happy we're getting another Josh Turner album. We've gotten one every year for like this year, last year, and the year before that. But I just <laughs> I just want an original studio album, bro. In between, so. The last one we got was in 2017, I believe, Hometown and that well, Girl, right? that was Deep South. Hometown Girl was on Deep South. Er, You're fine. frick me! You're fine. Sorry, it's late. Um, <laughs> and then <laughs> before that, the, we went five years without a Josh Turner album at all. So, from 20 it was in 2012 was uh, Punching Bag. And and then in 2017 was Deep South, and then in 2019, Gospel. And then the 2020 cover album. And then now it's a Christmas album. And I'm like, Josh, look, gotta have a heart to heart. I'm just like, Josh, I need you to just, I don't know if there's some like studio interference going on behind the scenes. Maybe that's why, but I, I don't know. I feel like it's not, I feel like, I feel like he's doing what he wants to do. Not with a name. like I feel like he's doing what he wants to do. And I'm happy about that. But at the same time, (laughs) I'm also not happy about that.
1: I feel like at this point in his He already career, has 6 studio he's albums like, to be fair. Yeah, he's done so much. He's had such a great career. It's definitely a lot easier and a lot less risky to just put out novelty projects. That's true. Like a Christmas album. So,
2: and I will yeah. say the last time he had a studio album, he had a hit. Hometown Girl was pretty popular. Considering his it, he his He's pretty good. Um, I think his I mean, but Hometown Girl, like if you look on streams on Spotify, let me, uh, gosh, was that a voice crack? I don't even know <laughs> 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 Dying. Um, Hometown Girl actually has The second most streams out of all the songs The only one beating it is Yeah, really? Your Man uh, Your Man has 100, I knew your man 187 would be first, million like... And then Your Hometown Girl with 158 million And then Would You Go With Me with 110 million
1: I would have thought, would you go with me? Would have been higher. Like I thought. I think hometown and girl kind of like his untouchable I mean, too. I don't know. And that's quite a gap too.
2: Yeah, it's about a forty-eight. Yeah, forty-eight million stream gap between.
1: Like, that's not even very close. Yeah. Uh, that surprised me. Yeah, and it why. is
2: a little surprising. But a lot of people liked him. Like my buddy Colby loves hometown girl. I really like hometown girl. And I, the thing about hometown girl is it was him uh, catering to. Radio, a little bit because it's a he's pretty traditional, and that's like the most poppy he's ever gotten ever. And even then, mm-hmm. I think it's still a good song. It's just a little you could tell they were like, We gotta, we gotta,
1: yeah, you know, yeah. you know what's there.
2: Uh, and I, 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 I know what it is, and I enjoy it. It's not my favorite song by him. My favorite song by him is The Longer the Waiting, the Sweeter the Kiss. It's that's an amazing song. Uh, off of his third album, Shameless Plug, go listen to it now. Uh, You'll cry, and there's bagpipes at the end. Ugh, it's so good. I'm not even kidding. (laughs) There's bagpipes at the end, and it's great. Sorry, I just,
1: I I just love how you're like, you said, go listen to it. You'll cry, and then there's like a pause. And and there's bagpipes. (laughs) Actually,
2: so what you should, if you're actually gonna do what I just said, don't listen to the longer the waiting first. Go to everything is fine. It's his third album. Go to track seven. Listen to nowhere fast. And then that leads straight into The Longer They're Waiting. Both of those songs, bangers, heaters, beautiful. The Longer They're Waiting is so underwritten. Yes, it's a certified hood classic. (laughs) (laughs) That's right.
1: I freaking love those memes of, like, some, I've seen it with, like, some old school, like, Freaking the Carter family songs and whatnot. Uh-huh. It's just like a certified hood clash. <laughs> Real on
2: quick, it. it's have like, y'all nice. heard The Longer the Waiting by Josh Turner? I don't know if I have. Well, I need y'all to listen to it. Or else I, I won't will. be able to do this podcast anymore.
1: <laughs> Hold on, I gotta write a few things. So, The Longer the Waiting,
2: and then... The other song was nowhere um, fast if you want to. But the album is Everything is Fine. It's his third album.
1: I feel like there's one other thing I was meant to listen to um from this episode that we were talking about oh. shoot
2: oh okay um this is nothing to do what you just said but when you were like i meant to listen to i just <laughs> i just really want to throw this out there i don't know i don't even know if i've talked to evan or jaded about this but there's a song this is for everyone you guys and the audience there's a song that bo armstrong released which is actually do you know who bo armstrong is
1: oh i think i checked it's this so, out i think so i know good. what you to say
2: I love Beau Armstrong. I discovered him on my own, completely months like at the beginning of the year, and his music is beautiful. And he that album is re- solid. Chasing ballads, chasing is amazing. ballads. Um, he released a cover of Billie Eilish's uh, "When the Party's Over," and it is one of the, it is so good. And he did it like in honor, like yes, to, to raise awareness for uh, yep. like suicide prevention, because it's suicide prevention month, I think, something like that. And uh, yeah. It's just really good. I just highly recommend people check it out. And he's, like, all the funds from the streams and every all the money that he gets for the next year from this song is going to, like, suicide prevention organizations. So I just wanted to... Th- Go I support arms, Sean. And
1: while it. you're there, check out that Chasing Ballads album, please. Yes. Please. I found it because someone uh, back when What's On was a...
2: That was me, I It was actually. a regular thing. Like, I recommended... <laughs> uh, I recommend- Oh that yes, was, I was that you? Mama, Mama Sway. Sway. <laughs> that was me.
1: Yeah, that's what got me into it. And then all of a sudden I'm just listening to the album and I'm yeah, loving it. It's really good. It's a good album.
2: Alright. Sweet. So
1: that was episode seven of Waves on the Shore. With myself, Jeremy and mm-hmm. Jaded. Uh any any closing thoughts, any last things you guys want to say?
2: Listen to the longer they waiting we or shut it down. Or else I'll uh, I'll find you and I'll I'll stare at you menacingly.
0: Soon our music streaming platforms will be one, even though we used to all have different ones. I just recently moved over to Spotify because I just got my first job. I have an income source now, and I didn't want to get it unless I was getting premium. And evidently, Overshore is also going to be switching at the end of the year.
2: Yeah.
1: Because if you think I'm going to keep up with this Apple music... Nah. Nah. I've had it. I have had Apple it. I'm done. I'm done. I tried defending it for too long. But, like, you know what? You know what did it for me? You know what did it for me? What's so, did it? Uh, <laughs> I like how we were friend, be right?
2: wrapping up the episode. <laughs> yeah, this will be
1: two minutes. This will be two Kay. minutes. And then I'm just literally going to say bye and we're going to okay, close okay. it. So, me and my friend, we make a playlist every month. And it's supposed to, like, carry the vibe of the month. And we sort of agree on it, and we both follow similar stuff. And my playlists, like, aren't country for this because we exchanged them, and he would probably, like, you know, Hate it or just something. stop listening to my playlist, <laughs> right? So, anyways, um, I was making my September playlist, which September we chose, like, hype, you got to get ready for the school year, whatever. And I was editing it, and I was trying to re- – what I do is I add a frick ton of songs, and then – slowly whittle it down right because we try and get it to run like an album like it can't go over an hour um, and I'm whittling it down I thought I was removing songs from the playlist and just without telling me Apple was like deleting them from my library entirely so now but I don't know which songs it was because there were so many so I'm just gonna be like listening to albums and be like wait where the frick did that song go and that's what did it for me it's infuriated it's impo- I- I'm sorry. Like, that is probably just my fault, me being stupid. But I'm still mad at Apple Music. (laughs) And so, for that reason, I've had it. It, Will it be hard to let go? Partially, yes. But I don't think I'll regret it. And I think my friend switching to Spotify, too. I'm glad that
2: Apple Music made you mad. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Yeah,
1: it did. It did. I tried defending it for so long. It's like defending a guilty mm-hmm. person in court. Like, you know it's trash, but oh well. And with that, we are going to close off this episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you're still here, you're the best. Um, I already asked for any closing thoughts. I don't think we have anything, so... I don't
0: have any thoughts, period.
1: We'll see you next episode. Yeah. Bye,
0: everybody. love you.